Press the button, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? Welcome to another episode of Snack Specs. This episode is brought to you by Black Air Force Ones, telling you who you should not fight since 1982. Yeah. If you see... At all costs. Yeah, if you are getting in a confrontation with somebody and you look down and they're wearing Black Air Force Ones, you should go ahead and just leave. Or apo- Also, if they're wearing booty shorts and flip-flops. Yeah, just, just apologize. Odds are you're fighting a Floridian. Yeah, and you just yeah. want to get out of there. Apologize and leave. Um, yeah. I'm going to send you... It's, dude, especially... I mean, it may not be enough, because anymore... The news have been so bonkers lately, like, the there was the teenage... The teenager got shot in KC, yeah. remember? Yeah. Do you see the that guy's four year old man just shot him through the door? Yeah, did you see that guy's mugshot? I was like, that dude's got eighty four years of racism behind oh, his eyes. I, I was like, I'm like, Fox News was playing in the background when they arrested him. No fucking oh, 100%, chance. Was any way uh, yeah, yeah. And then it was like, I was confused because I like saw a headline and it, I thought it was the same story, but it was someone else. It was that girl who went to the wrong car, a teenage, a cheerleader. And she was like, oh, I'm sorry, and then left the car, and then the guy got out of his car and followed her yeah, and he shot her. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is Dude, going on? Yeah, this shit is fucking insane. I was insane. like, the, is the thread of society unraveling as we speak? Yeah, like, are it kind of looks like Are we going like feral right now? It fucking 100% looks like it. Yeah, I was what I saw. It's like the Kingsman situa- story yeah, happening yeah, to us making everybody right violent, now. Dude. It's it, slow bake. I'm watching, yeah, I uh, saw the thing about that that kid ralph oh what was his last name um ralph yarl right the kid who got shot in kc ralph yarl yarl yeah yeah ralph yarl it's an l yeah i I kept reading that as an i for some reason is it Um, no is it an l no it's an l it's It's an l L for sure yeah yeah. dude it Uh, said that the guy used a 32 revolver gee what a 32 i was like i talked to my friend about it it's very grim conversation but i was like we were just like, what do you think he was using? And I was like, I think he was using a 32 Smith and Wesson Long, which I was like, such an old man thing to he do. Is, yeah. And and I had a gr- an extra grim thought. I was like, I kind of want to know what it is just because I'm like, that he shot a teen in the head. Through the and door. And they just like lived. Yeah, I was like, lived. I need something. I want a better gun than that. Yeah. That's not going to do it for me. Uh, I was, but I was like, man, that is so weird. Uh, just I don't know. Everything about that story is fucking. Bonkers. I just, uh, dude, I'm like. Hey, Kansas has been in the news for some goofy yeah, shit lately. Fucking, I mean, it's. I, what? I, I guess technically. Well, I don't know. Was it KCK or KC Mom? I don't know, to be honest. But, like, what? Like, why was shooting a kid through the door like why i'm like, like what, what is going through your like, fucking head i'm like you're such a pussy like yeah. you're, you're you really think that you're in danger with someone outside of your house and a, a locked small, door a, a i'm like 13 year old have you seen 13 year olds are tiny 16, yeah. is he 16? not like that but also Still. i mean i don't want to get into the whole any of that there's no amount of size that they yeah, should shoot that yeah, person, yeah. you know I was like, there could be a big thirteen-year-old. Like, don't shoot. Yeah, you don't shoot him. Yeah, without asking a question or anything. (laughs) Jesus Christ! 
And then the dude, I was like, that dude who shot that uh, cheerleader, I'm like, he needs to be off the streets immediately anyway. I was yeah. like, that guy has been waiting to shoot a woman forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they definitely fucking both. Young. Then there was like a third story that was like kind of like those. There was someone else. Uh, oh, there was two different ones. It was a guy working at Home Depot got shot trying to stop a, a shoplifting and then one guy was trying to stop a shoplifting, and he shot someone. I was like, Every, everybody's dude calm just down. pulling out guns <laughs> left and out. right, my guy. It's like, have you ever seen um, Atlanta? Yeah, of course. All the way through, like every episode. Not the new seasons, but yeah. I I can't remember if it was season three or season four, but there's this one where Alfred is being chased by this guy. And this guy pulls a gun out in the mall, and like every person yeah, in the yeah, mall yeah, pulls, pulls out, a gun yeah. out. Like a mom like pushes the scroller <laughs> away and pulls a gun out. It's so ridiculous, um, dude. That's what it's starting to feel like. Yeah, and also like don't try to stop shoplifters, man. Especially in like oh, major no. like chain stores, bro. Fuck off, stop. It, you're dude. You I'm like you some... as an employee. You are a crazy yeah, person. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not. like. If it was legal for Home Depot to just kill you and to save money, they would, they would do, do that. it. They you know would what I mean? For sure yeah. do it. Yeah, absolutely. Like, don't do anything to help them. Uh huh. Absolutely fucking not. Like I mean, it's it, uh, some power tools aren't worth your life of some guy fucking shooting you. Uh, and then it, yeah, like so. Well, I mean. Don't shoot another person to stop yeah, the shoplifting. Dude, and and don't like, get shot to stop a shoplifting. Yeah, it's unless your fucking life is in immediate danger. Someone stealing power tools or a 16-year-old kid knocking on your front door is not an immediate threat to your life. Don't fucking shoot oh, somebody, you absolute crazy. buffoon. You fucking I buffoons, know. dude. Buffoons. Uh, dude, I have Goofball. 100% tomfoolery. Um, Plus the... And then the all the Florida shit getting so scary now. It was like it is wild out it was, there. I don't even want to go outside. It was two Texas cheerleaders. Yeah. Well. Oh, did, did they shot both of them? I think so. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Oh. Wow. A man in Texas has been arrested after two cheerleaders were shot. One critically. One after one of them mistakenly got in the wrong car. According to police, the owner of the gym where they trained, officer in Elgin, about 25 miles northeast of Austin, responded to reports of shots fired outside the HEB supermarket. Information suggests that an altercation occurred in the parking lot of HEB and multiple oh, shots were fired into a vehicle. There was another story where they pulled into the wrong driveway. and the I, that, I saw that one, too. It. Yeah, I, I saw that one, too. That was um, the one I was trying to remember. Um, which is Honk. fucking insane, dude. And, like, even this... I'm like, what are you guys, shooting Amazon drivers? Yeah, like, what are you what doing? What the fuck is happening, bro? How do you bro? get through your fucking day? It's yeah, insane. That shit is fucking tragic. Uh, hopefully all the people that have been victims of this gun violence make a quick recovery. I think the girl who got shot in the driveway, she died, didn't she? I don't think so. In drive, I don't think actually any of those people died. Now that, as no, far yeah, as I have heard, she died. Yeah, really. Kaylin Gillis, oh, the, the one in the driveway. Uh huh. Damn, that's sad. Uh, I didn't know that. One. Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. So, Kaylin Gillis, 20 year old woman with dreams of becoming a marine biologist, was fatally shot by a homeowner Saturday when a car she was in turned into the wrong driveway in upstate New York. Uh, this was days after Ralph Yarl was shot and seriously injured. Um, what happened? K- Gillis's friend pulled into the driveway of a home that they mistakenly believed belonged to another friend. Ma- Monahan, 65, is alleged to have fired at the car from his porch. Dude, 
What the fuck are you doing? It's from the what, porch. from the fucking porch, bro. We're not at war. Yeah, My God. dude, yeah. chill yeah. out. Uh, from his, I'm like, do you get mail? Did, did yeah, you, for yeah, no yeah. shit. <laughs> Um, what the fuck? says fired from a, allegedly fired at the car from a sports after the group of four friends realized they pulled into the wrong driveway and were leaving the home in Hebron roughly 50 miles north of Albany two shots were fired one striking Gillis who is sitting in the passenger seat according to authorities um, and yeah dude what is she yeah, she was pronounced dead um, that fucking sucks dude that's so shitty what, I, I know fucking you know, insane. That, that, those obviously that sixteen-year-old boy should have been armed, so he could have shot. Yeah, the for old real. Man. Yeah. You know, what we need to do armed children. That's what will. That's what will fix the issue. <laughs> that's what will do it. That's what will get us. So, you know, like I don't. I've never bought the like everybody needs to be armed yeah. situation. I don't think that's going to solve our problems. Um, I like obviously something needs to be done. Um. But I, I'm like, guys, I don't think gun laws are going to stop this shit. Like, this is crazy. Like, I think, uh, like, I, first of all, all those people already have those guns. So you missed the fucking boat on yeah, that one. Yeah. You can't, you're not going to get them away from them. So I'm just like, I'm like, dude, people are going insane. Like, so, something is deeply fucking wrong with America yeah, right now. Yeah, I think, uh, I think it's, you know, obviously it's not as black and white as that. Um, but I think uh, a mixture yeah. of, of gun laws and, and like, mental health uh, resources. I think it's a mixture of a ton of things that needs to be fixed. I, I but think, people will only think, focus on, like, ban the guns or yeah. fucking do this. And it's like, it's yeah. just not like that. No, it's a, I know. I think it's a ton of stuff. Um, what I think lately has been accelerating it, I mean, besides, like, Fox News, yeah. um, I think inflation I think people are like getting so financially squeezed that they're just more angry and yeah, stressed out. Like, I, I don't, that. I'm not like, I, I don't think that inflation is forcing more violent crime because people need money. Yeah. I think people are like, like, um, you know, when the housing crisis happened, there's like a big spike in suicides, you yeah. know, like all of the, and I'm like, we're, we're in this like crazy period of financial distress. Yeah. I um, was, I was talking plus, a bunch of insane other shit going yeah. at the same time, you know. I was talking. I was having a conversation with somebody about someone we knew having a heart attack at an early age, and they were like, "Oh, it could be this, you know, it's probably this." And I was like, "No, it's not that." I was like, "What I think it is is, you know, we're young adults because this dude was in like his 30s i think i was like he probably had some underlying health condition maybe or something i think he drank a lot or whatever it doesn't matter but i was like part of it's probably the fact that it is a struggle to survive now like you dude, like that we don't is. we don't have time to slow down we don't have time to stop we don't have time to do anything like there's no really um light at the end of the tunnel there's nothing to work for because of the way it's going right now we're going to be working until we die so uh, it's just hard to survive. It costs so much fucking money to do anything for groceries, for fucking bills, fucking pay your rent, mortgage, whatever. It's expensive, and it's like it makes me feel like you you know. I, I now I really understand why old people are like. I used to go to the movies for a quarter because if you went to the movies for a quarter and then they're like it's fourteen dollars yeah. for a ticket, yeah, <laughs> you're like. Whoa. And fourteen dollars <laughs> is like that's being generous because it's like twenty something dollars. No, I was like, yeah. yeah, dude. I got uh, we went to see 
just to talk about something actually kind of nice. We went to see the Dungeon Dragons movie. Nice. How which, was it? Frankly, was one of the best movie experiences I've had in years. Like nice. I've I had so much fun seeing a movie. It like I don't know. It made me love movies again. It made me love D and D more. Because I, I, it was just so fucking good. It was a perfect movie. Hell like, yeah. And I found out later, I was like, that was a two hour and 15 minute movie. I had no idea. The thing was just perfect on it. It was so funny. Hell I, yeah, dude. But yeah, dude. I can't recommend that movie enough to everybody. I was like, you've got it. You, and I really want people to see it in the theaters because I'm like, please make more of these. Don't, yeah, let, don't yeah. let the Dungeon Dragon series end. Like, this is awesome. It was so fucking funny. Hell yeah, dude. I need to... Uh, and I've without been... being, like, any of the jerk-off Marvel, like, fan service bullshit, you know? Like, they did a good job of putting D&D stuff in without being like, look, Yeah, God. look at this D&D stuff. Yeah, no, I get that. Um, I, like, I wanted to... Uh, hold on. Say The reason I brought that up was because I... We went to a showing that was 30% off because it was earlier in the day. Nice. But then they hit me with a $4 convenience fee. And like, I could feel you, like per, per ticket, by the way, Jesus. And it, I could feel my fucking blood pressure rise. I'm like, this isn't good for me, dude. Yeah. Like, I can't live like that. I'm like, that makes me so mad that fucking, they would do that. They're a ticket master <gasps> finesse level, dude. It's like, it, the, I don't convenience ever. Convenience fee say, I, I'm yeah. like, get, I totally understand why someone calls up and they're like, explain that to me. Yeah, like, like convenience fee for what it would be more convenient if i stayed home what are you talking about <laughs> or dude? if i just went and bought the ticket while i was there yeah, I have to yeah, be there. yeah. like you wouldn't charge me that fee if i just bought the ticket yeah. there and i'm like i would not uh i there's only the only time i ever use my military discount is if i'm at the movie theaters or i'm purchasing from carhartt or oakley uh, fair uh, yeah. and that's it i i the movie theater is the only time i will physically be like do you guys have a veteran or military discount because i'm fucking not paying 30 dollars for two movie tickets i'm not doing it i'm sorry i Dude, refused to i did i mean i did that's yeah what i did yeah, and, and i have stinks. before too and it sucks yeah it sucks I, it's, it, but i'm like that's just what they cost now yeah but it's like i don't know i i saw a, a tiktok where they were doing the like Bow sound where and they were yeah. talking about adulthood you know what i'm talking about yeah, uh, yeah and yeah. they were talking about like adulthood and they were like every time you go outside it's a hundred dollars yeah and i'm like damn you know it kind of is yeah. like that sometimes. i saw dude i, I really... saw a meme that was like everything costs forty dollars now and i was like fuck yeah kind of does dude I, I saw someone say uh twenty dollars as an adult is is like when you were a kid found like five dollars yeah you know yeah 100 percent and one dollar valueless. I'm a one dollar is a quarter to me. I uh, I'm gonna send you this picture, and it's like one of the hardest pictures on the internet, or just in history, one of the hardest photos in history. And let me, I'm I'm sure you know where this is from, but I'm gonna send it to you. We'll post it. We gotta set a reminder to post it on like the Insta story tomorrow oh, okay. when this releases or something. I just sent it to you on your phone. Uh, oh, okay. yeah, because I have it on my phone. I don't feel like going through Discord or whatever. I know what that picture is. Yeah, the one of the hardest pictures on the internet. It is hard. And then he went and just performed. Dude, yeah. He's a gangster. If you if you don't know the pictures of uh Chalino Sanchez, who was uh I'm trying to think of a best way to describe him. He was it, a singer. He was a singer who um But he's saying anti cartel shit. Yeah, yeah. 
you know, it didn't sing in in uh, praise of the cartel. Um, music critics have also compared because uh, he's the 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 music that he sang was called uh, Nar- narco corrido. Um, it's music uh, critics have also compared narco corrido lyrics and style to gangster rap and mafioso rap. Hold on. Narco, uh, narco Corrido lyrics refer to particular events and include real dates and places. Lyrics tend to speak approvingly of illegal activities, mainly drug trafficking. Um, so that's what I, that's why I was like double checking. I thought because he he was like a cartel guy. That's what he did, and then he was also a singer, right? I maybe I had that story wrong. I don't know. Yeah, I guess because I. Why was he being told that he was going to be killed that night? Um, from what I. From what I understood, he was on stage, and he was singing about something. And, dude, if someone knows the story better, fucking correct us. Just message us and correct us. But he was singing about something, and they were like, you shouldn't sing about that. Uh, and they sent him that letter that was like, stop singing, or whatever, or we're going to kill you. And he was like, fuck it, we ball, and continued singing. Went on stage, continued the show, and then was killed later that night. Um, uh, Chilano began composing songs for inmates that had stories they wanted to preserve uh, in a ballad. Uh, he also composed and sang romantic and radio-friendly songs. Oh, okay. Let's see. Um, oh, so in 1975, at the age of 15, Kalina's sister was sexually assaulted by a rich and dangerous man. Two years later, Kalino killed him. Nice. Um, so it could be re- related to that retaliation. There is another one. Kalino was hired to sing during his performance. A mechanic came up drunk, started shooting a gun at him. Kalino pulled out a big gun nice. and started shooting him. Uh, which is uh, insane. That's and uh, 400 people there, they hit seven of them. That's not so bad, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. He got surgery from critical condition, made big news. Uh, I guess they think it was related to that incident. I don't understand oh, why. Really? Although a single... I don't know, man. For uh, you to be like, yeah, and it says he was perf- he performed the song he was told not to. Yeah, yeah, because he was he was going to perform that song, and they're like, "Don't do it." And he was like, "Fuck it, we ball." And then uh, he was singing for opposing cartels. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Uh, well, that's a weird thing to do, but yeah, you know, for real, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> you, ever watch, you ever watch Green Room? Yeah, it's like wait, 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 the the wait. the skin the not skinhead sorry yes uh, the Nazi yeah, fucking the bonehead movie yeah it's like when they perform Nazi punks fuck off in a room full of fucking Nazis uh, yeah <sighs> something like that um, that's spe- an insane thing I do. know yeah well actually I don't know because. I don't know. I mean, this most, is weird. He's still proposing. He's like still four gangs, just not that one. Gang, yeah, you know? and, and I don't know. I mean, it's not as it's not as the same as that situation because most Nazis are pussies, all of them. Like ninety nine point nine percent of them are afraid of pussies. gay people. Yeah, like, they're, the you're, yeah, you're afraid of someone because their skin color, dude. You're a fucking pussy. What's wrong with you? Um, <laughs> like it, insane. But uh, speaking of movies, I watched Mandy the past like week or so i don't think we talked about this did we no no yeah mandy dude crazy very artsy it's good 
What is it? Very oh, artsy. I've seen that. Very artsy. With Nicholas Cage. Cage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen it. Weird. It was very artsy. It was weird. super artsy and super fucking weird, but I liked it. Hey, it was good. That's the kind of movie that I watch high. I mean, I watch almost all movies high. Yeah. But I was maybe a little too high, and I was like, I don't know if I'm getting all yeah, this. Yeah, like, <laughs> what's going on here, dude? <laughs> um, and then I watched Puss in Boots Last Wish. Really good. Definitely deserved its score. Oh, yeah, you saw so it? So good. Dude, isn't it crazy how good that movie was? Insanely I, I, good. Outrageous display for oh, like they didn't need to go so hard. They went so kids. hard, and like some of the it, the, the wolf, dude, yeah, 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 so cool. The animation so cool. was so weird. Like the it, it was like I a weird. It. I loved it. No, I thought it was great, but it was like a weird stop motion kind of animation. It's the same kind that they used in the Spider Man movie, which the one? No Way Home. Right? Or is that what that one was called? No, no, no. Was that's a real live Spider. Yeah. Oh yeah, I didn't watch this into the Spider Verse. Uh, oh, dude, that's a great movie, actually. Is it? I don't even like... I don't like Marvel for shit. Uh, but, yeah, that movie was awesome. Yeah, it was it's like really, a weird really stop-motion thing. Makes you think your eyes They do the same fucking. kind of animation there, too. And it, I love it. I, I think it looks really cool. I like it a lot. I've always lamented that we... I don't know. We gave up on, like, hand-drawn cartoons and all that shit. And it's like, it's only ever c- CGI. Yeah. And, I, and this is, too, but it looks different it looks yeah, nice yeah you know it does I, I like that i like it a lot I, and um i also when i was watching that movie i thought the dog would be the most obnoxious annoying thing <laughs> and it was like a really nice part of the movie i i was, I like, was wow. like i was like man why does this dog fucking just sound so familiar like it in oh yeah yeah and it's yeah. fucking guillermo from what we do in the shadows yeah i was like what the fuck Reagan dude spotted that before i did i know yeah, i yeah, i, I like, did I not i was like guillermo. i was like i didn't I, once i figured out who it was i was like i didn't know that was him at all like i couldn't and then i heard it and i and put the voice to the face i was like oh, okay yeah i can see it now um but the dog was yeah super oh. nice yeah I, like i don't know he wasn't annoying he was yeah. actually like funny and sweet they didn't uh-huh. rely on him too much if he was in a disney movie he would have had been the worst 40 percent of the dialogue you know absolutely but, the worst yeah it was uh it was just a fucking well-made movie i couldn't believe it how good it was they did, yeah, and they did a phenomenal uh job. and it ending with them like uh kind of alluding to getting back together with shrek I was uh-huh. like, Dude, well hold on now yeah. doing another <laughs> shrek movie bring it back baby um i honestly think it's been long enough that a, a new shrek movie would fucking kill in the theaters i agree hard agree i think they could do it right i think dreamworks has got their shit together yeah i really do 100 percent. and i think i think knowing now especially like how powerful shrek has become on the internet and everything it's a force to be reckoned with it could be huge it It would be huge a force to be reckoned with um i'm trying to think of is there anything we kept forgetting to talk about yes i know we didn't talk about that season Oh yeah, yeah, we just, yeah. We yeah. just never talked about the season. I don't know. We always do that, you know. That's we always right. do. Let me pull up the episode list. Um, well, we were, yeah. Which explain. reminds me, they were talking to me. My Twitch chat was talking to me about. I was playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and there was a a, a town that I had to do a bunch of missions in, where they were just running hot scams at all times. Every mission was a hot scam. Oh, like nice. Some kid taking me on a tour, and then he takes me down a back alley, and they try to jump me, and like stuff like that. I was <laughs> You're like, like wait a yeah, minute. Yeah, I was like, this is hot scam town central, man. And everybody's <laughs> trying to steal my money. 
That's funny. That's our whole season. Dude, I know. Yeah. It was a good season. Yeah, I liked it. Snacks, Snacks and I hadn't, we, we always mean, at least when we, like on the Lucy's, we usually try to talk about the last season just kind of as a retrospective, a look back, you know, and um, to jerk off about how hilarious we are. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what was, did you have a favorite that you, that I covered and you covered? What are your two f- Famous. Uh, you start. Let me look at the episode list real quick. God damn you! Because I fucking I'd be forgetting. I wasn't uh, that ready. I was hoping to. <laughs> so I was gonna the Baron of Arizona and then James Revis. Uh, I think. Man, I don't know. I, you're the doctor. The fake doctor dude was so funny, so <laughs> weird and ridiculous. Um. That was uh, episode 19. That was the last one, actually. Yeah. That oh, season. was it really? Uh, yeah. The, you know what I'm talking about? The, the you guy you picked who was pretended to be the doctor and made the whole clinic and everything. Oh, yeah. Dr. Love. That's who you're talking about. Okay. Dr. Love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. Um, yeah. <clears throat> let's see. I liked, I think my favorite that I covered was the uh, Anthony Gignick. That's probably yeah the fake Saudi prince. That, just that, that guy was probably made it yeah. That was probably my further than cover. any of them have ever. That's yeah. I that was an insane story. Shit. Insane. I like the Tyler. I wanted the Tyler Gallagher one to be more. Uh, I was excited to find one that was live. Um, but I can't pick it as my favorite because we there's no resolution. Yeah, he's no still end. not arrested or nothing. No end. I wonder when he's going to show up. Dude, I'm I'm baffled. I don't know. I just I can't imagine he. uh, I can't imagine he's gonna stay hidden for long. Like, come on now. He stole. He's definitely stolen millions. Yeah, yeah. I bet that guy probably has twenty million himself. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, for sure. Just off of the orders, off of what we've seen, you know. Like he's kept a lot of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wonder. Yeah, I wonder where they're gonna find him though. I mean, we've talked about it off air too. Of like, where the fuck is he gonna show up? Uh, I'm looking through some of the ones that you covered. I forgot about the first half of the season because it was so long ago. Now was it? What was Chris Marquis? What did he do? Chris Marquis. Ooh, that might be one of the favorite stories I've covered. That was the radio bomb kid who the guy sent him a bomb. That story in the mail. was crazy. Yeah, fucking yeah. insane. Yeah, I, I, that's where I, oh yeah, because we called it Don't Blow Up Blind Kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that one, it's like, I almost don't want to call it my favorite because I'm sad that he blew up a yeah, child. Yeah, that sucks. Like, a, yeah, a blind kid. Uh, I, don't, also, I don't want him to blow up a child. But it was just bananas. Just super crazy. Um, yeah. Also, your, maybe my favorite for yours is Soapy Smith. Uh, yeah, Sophie's was great. <laughs> I liked it. Yeah, I, I just liked- love how like unceremonious his life ended. You know, he's like, dude, yeah. I'll go up there and just shoot him. I'm it, like, what? and you walk up and punch <laughs> one of them, dude, and while they're holding a gun, you're an and idiot. They just shoot him and he dies. Yeah. Game over. You're like, well, that was realistic. <laughs> stupid, stupid. Idiot. It's crazy how far that guy got, and that was what finally did him in. Yeah, you know? very avoidable death. It seems like that's the case. Like with most of these, they don't have have some like here's my last going out in a blaze of glory it's like either oh someone shot me out of random or i fucked up and fell and like got a cut and he got infected and i died uh yeah 
I really liked your story about the uh, Gregor McGregor. <laughs> that, that guy, honestly, he was like the best of all of them. Yeah, Gregor he just McGregor got away with it. Cr- retired, did, rich, did whatever no he wanted, dude. No, gave no shits at all. Loads of people, of fucking dead. Irish people, to a, a desolate <laughs> island. <laughs> Like so insane. There was such a small period of time where someone could have done something like and, this. Yeah, you know and, what I mean. Yeah, yeah, and gotten away with it. Uh, yeah, like man, what? that doesn't even. I mean, even to just send a boat full of Irish people to a random island, like yeah, you can't do that anymore. You can't, no no way. That just uh, that man that that part of the season doesn't sound doesn't feel like it was part of what we just covered just because it was so long ago and we i know that's uh, what i'm saying yeah, yeah that was last year yeah that's crazy we technically Damn. start so that season for those listening started in october 13th oh, of shit. last year and ended uh march 23rd so we did that for f- about five months five and five months and change damn i like so i don't no know. wonder we couldn't remember i like uh i like the longer seasons though oh yeah i same. like them a lot it makes it makes uh, I think, yeah. it a lot easier on us. I mean, it's easier, and I think exploring the concept is really fun. Yeah. I feel like we we get creative with it and find really interesting people as a result of it. Oh, man, I love the Diamond Hoax. That oh, yeah, Arnold Slack and fucking... I love the Diamond Hoax. Arnold and Slack, yeah. Uh, All those old-timey hoax. Man, those are so fun. And my, my favorite <laughs> one... enough. My favorite ones are the ones that end in, like, some kind of, like, divine intervention, like we've talked about before. Yes. Like, like yeah, the yeah. only way your hoax could have came unraveled if this one person, the one person who had the knowledge to... Yeah, to, to blow it all away, showed up and they did. They just happened to be on the same train. They happened to be at the same place, same time as you. So baffling me. I'm like, like sometimes I'm like, man, you know, uh, the universe is truly random and things just happen because they happen. And then shit like that happens, and I'm like, I don't know, man. I feel like I don't. There's some crazy. divine and like there's some divine force like watching this happen to me. I'm like, all right, you've gone far enough. I'm gonna send someone in to stop that. And then, and then you get someone like Carlos Kaiser who just like chills. He just yeah. had a good time. Done. Does whatever. Bye. Yeah. I mean, that's everyone it. was like, I love Carlos. Yeah. They're that's all like the way to coolest go. guy in the world. <laughs> that's, <laughs> like, that's the way to go. To be honest, is like run a hot scam. That's like you're not hurting anyone. You're not stealing a bunch of money. Like you're not stealing enough money to like I'm stealing a, some money. Yeah, but but, but know, not yeah. enough to like you know you're not ripping the food out of kids' mouths. You know what I'm saying. Um, uh, no, and and retire. You're stealing from rich people. Yeah, yeah fuck exactly. Them. Um. Oh, you know what? A big, I what also been really good? liked. Oh, what? Uh, I was gonna say, you know what? Have been good to cover the uh, the in that season. Um, wasn't so much as a scam, but the bling ring. Uh, the bling ring was a group of teenagers who broke into celebrity homes in the early two thousands. Oh, yeah, I actually had did I did find that. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. Uh, I found it, but why didn't we go over? I don't know. I just I didn't work for. What I think we, we talked about it because I watched a documentary on the bling ring during that season, and I uh-huh. mentioned it. But it wasn't. It was just like theft. It wasn't really a scam or a fraud. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're just stealing. That's yeah. not creative. Yeah, Robin. Not Patterson. like a uh, fucking Matthew Cox. Remember him, the guy who wrote that book and then just like did the crimes in it. Yeah, dude. The, yeah, the real estate one. Big old fake titties. <laughs> Such dude. a crazy dude. Yeah, 
<laughs> Absolute Looney Tunes. <laughs> I know. And then he and then he just, you know, became an artist. Yeah, After like, he got yeah. it out of his system, started acting at normal. He's you know? like, we're good now. Um, I'm trying to think if I had any other updates on my life. Uh, uh not really. What did I do? Um, tomorrow is 420. That's something. Oh, nice. I got that. I'm looking forward to that. 420 blaze it, my guy. I don't smoke, so um, that's a shame. I just I can't. I, I it's not really the only time I ever smoke. You're like I don't smoke. I just do ketamine all, all the time. <laughs> you're goddamn right, brother. Um, the only time Plus you're in kratom all the time. Yeah, kratom and ketamine. The two K's, buddy. The two K's in my life. Just two though. Just I two. cannot yeah. add a third. Can't add a third K. <laughs> Uh, the, the, I just, the only time I ever smoke is if I'm with like my brothers, um, and I'm at like one of their houses It's like, that's the only time I can do it. And then I'm like, all right, I, cause I don't have to go anywhere. I don't have to worry about anything. I know if like I need something or something happens that I gotta go do something, what they'll what? take care you of you have those concerns of sitting at your house uh, well, I well but but nine times out of ten when i'm sitting in my house my day is i'm not i'm not gonna say like my day is jam-packed full of stuff it's not but like i have a consistent schedule so it's like do work stuff and then kind of just chill for a minute and then do you know videos record my videos post them get posts put out uh and then stream later and it's like I, I can't like smoke and then come down from that and then go do that. I have to like take a nap or something. Yeah. yeah. No, I get it. I, in fact, I, especially as I got older, I stopped smoking earlier and earlier in the day because, or rather I would, I would not smoke until later in the day. Yeah. That's a weird way to phrase it because yeah. I, I was like, I would either have to just, I hated that feeling like you're describing. And so I would yeah. like, smoke more and I was like, and I'm like, now I'm just smoking shitloads of weed all day. Yeah. And that's and, not great. And, and I'm not, and I just don't like, you know, it doesn't make it quite as fun and cost more money. I was like, I don't need to do all this. So yeah, I, and I just, I like ending my day high. And yeah. That, it, I mean that I could do part and end it like that. Yeah. That I could definitely do, but I'm just like, uh, I, I don't know. I, uh, there was a, there was a, a, a few times a couple weeks ago that I was like, you know, the ketamine shortage or whatever, which thankfully it's not that big of an issue now because my doctor has found a compound pharmacy that can make stuff until he can get stuff from his manufacturer so I can go and do yeah, those right. yucky, yucky edible ones. Um, so the yucky, yucky edible ones, that was only a one-time thing because he found one that can do the injectables. So until he can get some from his manufacturer, he's going to be going through this uh, compound pharmacy. So I have regular treatments How, now, uh, which is great. What did it? actually tastes like awful i i don't it it was like they like flavored them strawberry but they tasted like because the i had to take like because you got to let them dissolve in your like against your gum or whatever that's kind of like acid so but i had to take like five of them to get to my regular dosage so like oh it was bad dude it was so bad it was just it tasted like really really strong medicine really strong. i think i can just i can imagine. yeah it was yeah. a bad way to start a trip i'm gonna tell you that um not good yeah. at all uh so um what the but f- it does it still work the same way uh yeah uh i don't know because like 
I when 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 I, when I got there, I was already really tired, so I like sat there in the office and in the usual room I'm in and put them up into my gum and then fucking gagged a bunch and yeah. I started feeling it a little bit and then I ended up falling asleep, but I woke up and I I felt like I had had a trip like i had had it wasn't as good as the it would if i got it injected in my arm but i i had felt like i had it in my system and it was good enough until you know it was good enough because i hadn't had you know had a had a treatment in like a month or so um so it did its job just not as good so is the plan to do that forever yeah forever until you die really yeah that's like your Adderall. Yeah, pretty you know, much. that's crazy. You don't stop, really. I mean, you can. Yeah, I mean, you. Can. I don't want to, but you can. I mean, it does it. Yeah, you can. So you can stop, and and you, and I are you cured if you stop? I wouldn't say that you're cured. I mean, you know, do you ever really cure depression? Do you ever really cure stuff yeah, like that? Like that's what it's supposed to be yeah. fighting is the depression. Yeah, yeah, and and like the PTSD and the anxiety. It's like I know if I stopped, I would be better than I was. I wouldn't like get back into sure. how I used to be, but like I, yeah, it would still be suck. It would still wouldn't be great. So. I'd rather not. I was especially like the month and a half or whatever I went without a treatment. I could tell that I was like way more irritable. Like I was getting upset about other things that I shouldn't be getting upset about. And it was just bad news bears. Um, very crabby. Um, or like I would, I would thank myself into a bad mood more often. And it, it'd be like a switch too. I'd be like, I'd be driving home for work and have, would have a good day, have had a fine day. And then like that last like 10 minutes of that drive, I don't know why, but I would immediately just be in a bad mood. Um, oh, damn. Yeah. It's not great. So uh, for me, it's just driving. Is yeah. What puts driving does. Yeah. Mood. I feel that. I completely I can't feel that. It, dude. It's terrible. I don't mind driving. I mean, I I drive a lot, so it's kind of one of those things that I'm like I have to get used to. Um, you know. I'm just desperate for self driving cars. Dude. Yeah, I, dude, I'll, same. I'll, it's the only technology I will fucking jump fucking head force yeah, into. I'm me, like, let's uh, go. Yeah, give I am me a self driving. Free car. me of this prison, dude. I am sick. Of I would driving. love a fucking self driving car. That's the only reason I ever wanted a Tesla. But now that technologies coming out and like more cars or electric vehicles are coming out i'm sure we'll have more self-driving capable cars i'm like all right well maybe i don't have to go to the, I, don't, I don't need that anymore so once we get a good self-driving car that's not a tesla you fucking bet your bottom dollar yeah i mean the self fucking uh, no i at this point i would i would refuse to use a tesla self-driving yeah. thing i'm like this I, will kill me I, or I, run over somebody else yeah and i've been like you know i've said it on the podcast before there's receipts here that i've been like oh we talk a lot of shit about tesla but if you or nick uh, elon musk but if you see me in a tesla shut your mouth because i want a self-driving car i don't think i could do it I don't uh, think it's I not anymore i think yeah. he, there was just now an accident that tesla confirmed uh it was on self-driving really i think that oh yeah that was i confirmed on jalopnik just a day ago no tesla shit. confirms automated driving systems were engaged during fatal crash in fatal what happened um 
February 2023. That is, uh, by the way, the 17th fatal Tesla crash while the uh, automated <clears throat> driver assist systems were on. How many actual, like, just regular crashes that weren't fatal? Uh, oh, uh, that's a good question. I mean, that's just 17 that have died. Yeah, I don't know. Fatal, if, like, that's the crash rate, I'll be like, uh, you know, I, I can play with those odds, but how many Jesus, just regular? Really? Yeah. I guess I would want to know how it compares to people yeah. just driving their cars. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, I do it's, need that context. It Although, is. it not there some frustration... Don't you feel like it's worse if the car kills you? Uh, yeah. That's worse. I guess. I mean, in a way, that's like Elon Musk killed you. Yeah. I, I, I can't. Do you, th- do you think? Do you think that he engineered the self-driving capabilities though? Like he was. The I one think that- he jammed his grubby little diamond or emerald mine hands in there <laughs> and went, ah, and his fingerprints are all yeah, over. Yeah, like it. a Cheeto, I don't think Cheeto dust-handed baby that like yeah. puts their hands yes. and everything. I think he was. Pro- I'm sure he was like, I want it like this at some point, and they were yeah. like, okay. I guess know. I could see that. I mean, in a way. I'm one of those people that I'm like, yeah, it sucks that there someone died. Oh, it says it smashed into the back of a fire truck. Damn. And it, yeah, killed the driver. Had to cut open the car with the jaws of life. Damn. 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 Yeah, I, yeah. I'm also one of those people uh, that I'm like, yeah, that sucks. But also, you're gonna. Ha- I mean, that's a given. You're gonna have fatalities with any kind of technology like that it's we in a perfect world we wouldn't have any but it's bound to happen because it's a possibility you know what would be better if we just had motherfucking trains yeah yeah that would be great i would be that'd be super fine with that have you ever like ridden a good train no i don't think i've ever ridden a train in my life there's nothing like it that was like the best one of the best parts about traveling to europe i was just like man this is good you know like it's just so much easier dude a train station is so much easier than an airport it's so much easier and everybody can get on a train at once you know instead of loading in a long stupid tube takes all fucking day they're so cheap comfy you're sitting on a stable platform it's the best I uh I oh. I want I I need to experience a good train in my life at least. I agree. Once. Uh when we uh we get enough money, I was going to say we should nah, we, don't, we can't go to Russia. I'm not going to give Russia my money. Yeah, why would we do nah. that? Nah, they they no. They're doing a genocide. Yeah. Uh they I was going to say Russia cuz they have a really long trains there. Oh, do they? But when we do our world tour, oh yeah. When we do our world tour, we'll ball out on some good trains. I hear Dude. the Swiss have amazing trains i'm with it and the japanese i want to get oh, I can, yeah I was, I, that's what so i was bad. i was like the japanese probably have bitchin trains dude on that on those super trains i like the mag maglev trains or they're going 400 miles an hour i yeah. mean the whole time my face is right up at the I window want, yeah. like, <laughs> whoa, whoa crazy so fast I want like that yeah. train guy on TikTok. The only that's every time I watch like like watching like Bullet Train, I'm like, man, I bet being on that train would be so cool. Yeah, dude. Oh man, I would love that shit. I want. Uh, uh, yeah, that's. I mean, if one of the many problems with the United States, but if if they were like, you can make one change that's not like ending gun violence or ending hunger just like a menial change that you think would improve people's lives 
uh, creating a train system that goes around every like major oh, city of the United dude, States would be Jeff Bezos could just build one for fucking every state of the US and like you know have billions of dollars at the end of it and he just chooses to not do that all yeah, the time. chooses to not do that what a flex it would be I would make all the other billionaires look like such losers but I would also be like I would put my face all over all yeah. of it, dude. everything you'd dude. be like you the, you'd be like the black craft of billionaires fucking face oh logo yeah everywhere i would even have for my entire services you know free obviously yeah. there's going to be an abortion fortress absolutely it, with my face i would have for the services i'd have tokens with my goddamn face on it so you get some maverick bucks floating around dude, yeah that'd be system. tight that'd be fucking bad dude i'm telling you I would be, uh, if I had, I would be, I don't know if I would be annoying everybody since I'm like helping all the time it's, with my billions. It's a giver. <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, you got all this cool free services now, but you just got to look at your face for my you know, stupid forever. fucking mug. Yeah, forever. forever. <laughs> you and Hawkeye's face. I funded face. this for 200 years. Yeah. You and Hawkeye's face on everything. Yeah. I could That'd see that. That would be amazing. That would be super tight. I mean, that's, that's the goal if, you know as it's like why do billionaires not do that because like, because dude, you don't become you a billionaire helping yacht? people you don't become like a billionaire four, helping people like when they have multiple yachts yeah i don't know like giga yachts i'm like can't you just go to the yacht? literally the worst <laughs> like, yeah like you have can't one the yacht go somewhere I'm why like, do you need another one I, I, I was like spend the money on something cool and yeah, flex on everybody something that you know? doesn't like, suck but again like a it's, museum you it's know like yeah it's like we said though you don't become a billionaire by doing shit like Open that yeah it's a at all it, yeah and no. it's a it's a major bum skis but it is what it is i suppose it's the the world we live in uh yeah i saw a clip on my for you page of uh jesse ventura um talking about how there shouldn't be any billionaires uh and i was like no shit i was like i uh i don't know if i expected that from him but then again maybe i don't know him that well yeah the former governor of minnesota but he was like yeah billionaires don't uh don't you don't make a billion dollars off working hard it's just not what it is you know no one has worked that hard uh, hard enough to earn a billion dollars except for maybe Mr. Rogers. Yeah, maybe Mr. Rogers. I, maybe, I think maybe Mr. Rogers did a billion dollars of good value yeah. for the world. A, billi- a billion dollars worth of good boy points. I think. Yeah, I would, easily. I would easily say that Mr. Rogers has done a billion Like, maybe he's the only points. one. Like, yeah. I, 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 Dolly probably is pretty close. Yeah. I can't think of the. I mean, the top people would be Mr. Rogers, Dolly Parton, Bob Ross. Keanu Reeves. Um, I would put Keanu Reeves in that list. I honestly, John Cena with John his Cena, fucking, yeah, top yeah, five right there. John seriously, Cena. yeah. I'm trying to think who else? I can't think of someone who's like a uh, that I actually think is a is a good person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not many. <laughs> I mean, again, it's the uh, the world we live in. I suppose. Um, I'm trying to think if, there, if I, I have any more life updates 
Any more life updates? No, I got my laptop that I'm using to uh, just play 14 year old games. uh, I was, was, yeah, that's right. I was wondering. I was my Civ Five time that I've been clogging. I was like, I was like, why? I I was gonna mess with you, like, why haven't we fucking played video games yet? What's wrong with you? I'm playing Civ Five. This fucking guy playing Uh, Civ Five. I I downloaded fucking Fallout New Vegas too, and my fingers. I need to do that. Hovering over that button. Um. But I did, I downloaded Nomansky's in Project Zomboid. Yeah. I was going to crack into Project Zomboid pretty soon. That was going to be my next thing. I was like, Civ Five. Uh, admittedly, I'm just not that great at I haven't played it in a really long time, and I kept getting smoked, and it was really pissing me off. Uh, and I was like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play something else. I, I need fair. to do something. Something fun. I've been playing. New. I've been playing Mad No Man's Sky lately. I was. Uh, I'm excited for that one. It's good. The the Sentinel. Should I wait? Like, should you help me, or do you think I can crack into it myself? I mean, there's so much to do that you could probably crack into it yourself, and then when you want to get like a cool, and then you can roll with me, and I can get you like a cool Sentinel ship or something like that. Something that would blow whatever ship you've got out of the water. I don't know if I don't know how I don't know how multiplayer works, so I'm sure we can team up and I can get you a sentinel ship. If I can't, I'll just give you one of mine. I have like a million of them because I've just been fucking decimating fools in space. That's uh, cool. But uh, I, I so the last couple of days I was playing this 1996 game called Harvester. You ever heard of it? Uh, no, I don't think so. I'm it is incredibly in. weird and un- unhinged. Uh, I think I've heard about it. It is fucking bananas, dude. It's is it like a click through or something. Kinda. It's like a two D click through, but there's like combat where like you have guns and like you know, like a side. Oh, God, these yeah. pictures of it are fucking insane. Yeah, it is. It. Yeah, I watched the game Grumps play it, and I was like, that looks interesting. So we played it on stream, and it was fucking. You're like a guy who's in Harvester, but you have amnesia, and then this girl you're supposed to marry also doesn't remember anything and has amnesia, and everybody's just kind of weird. Um, and you're just like this, everything just seems unsettling. Uh, and nobody believes you have amnesia. They're always like, Oh, you were always such a kidder, Steve. And it's like, bro, fuck you. Um, and they're all like, they're all like, you should join the lodge, which is like this cult in town. It, yeah, it is. It's not, you know, again, 1996, it was back when games could be as unhinged as they, they wanted to be. That's true. Yeah, that really, they, yeah. They can do whatever. The, like in in the game, when you advance to like a different like section of the game, a little screen pops up with a disc, and it's like press Control F four and then click to move on because it's supposed to simulate like I get not simulate, but it was for when you had to change the disc over or whatever. Oh, okay. That's funny. yeah. Shit's crazy. Bananas, but yeah, get into. Uh, Fucking Nomanskis. Nomanskis and then and I, well and I wanted to yeah, I wanted to do Project Zomboid so I could figure it out for us. I yeah, and I that. like I said I have Project Zomboid. And I and I have to rebuild uh, my online Deep Rock Galactic account since I only have one yep. from PS4. That's true, and I am I'm I, super down skis to rebuild. I need to get my overclocks. <laughs> so I can absolutely stun on you. Yeah, fools. I'm super down skis to re download Deep Rock Galactic and play that. Uh, who's going first this weekend or this week? I don't, I don't remember who went first last week. I have no clue. We didn't. Tree? Last week was a Lucy. Oh no, yeah, it was the tree. Never mind. Um, uh, I went first. You went first. So yeah, it's your turn. It would be I. Start flapping your gums. Uh, hold on. Oh, also, everybody, uh, download this and rate and review. Yeah, and- subscribe stars and follow <clears throat> so share the notes that i have just... written for this gal 
uh, are notes from when I did her on my true crime YouTube stuff, uh, which usually it's kind of written like a script. And usually when I write podcast notes, it's written how I would just say things. So if I stumble a little bit, my bad. Hold on one second. Sorry. I'm eating Nilla wafers. Um, That's all right. Delicious. I and love my nose Nilla is wafers, fucking dude. stuffed up, dude. So it's a it's a nightmare. Isn't it always? Are you are you still you still got that sinus infection dude, going? Like the past fucking month, man, it has been. Insane. It took rain forever yeah. to heal from that. It took it is, so long to go away. It is a uh, how the kids call it a nightmare. Um, so I'm gonna not be, bussing. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> not bussing. Not no cap <laughs> unbussing. Uh, so I'm going to be talking about Julaine Kopke, uh, the girl who fell from the sky. So uh, Julaine was a was born a German national in Lima, Peru, in 1954. Her father was a world-renowned zoologist named Hans Wilhelm, and her mother was an equally as impressive uh, ornitho- ornithologist named Maria. Hell yeah. I love birds. Dude, hell yeah. So as a teen, Jelaine was enrolled in a Peruvian high school. Her parents, however, were stationed at a remote research outpost in the heart of the Amazon rainforest. So um, I think we talked, I think we probably talked about it off air when I, and I've said like for this to happen to somebody, it happened to like the perfect person to, who would know how to kind of yeah. survive what she went through. Um, so at 14, Jelaine's parents homeschooled her at this research outpost in Pucallpa while doing, uh, while they were doing their research work. And because of this, Jelaine spent a good amount, a portion of her time learning the ins and out of the rainforest, how to survive in the harsh conditions of the land, you know, basically all knowledge that would kind of be a, kind of play a pivotal role in her survival, uh, for that, her survival and future events. So eventually, the Peruvian school authorities find out that Jelaine is being homeschooled at this research outpost, and they're like, yo, what's up? She needs to go to regular school if she wants to, like, graduate and get her diploma and stuff. And since Jelaine had plans to go to college, uh, she had to get her high school diploma. So she attends the regular high school in 1970. So on Christmas Eve in 1971, 17-year-old Jelaine and her mother were set to board a Lanza flight, which is basically this old airline. Obviously, it's not around anymore. Uh, shit, it is a shit airline. It it was like, from what I was reading, or remember reading, it was like one step above them like bolting wicker chairs to the floor and <laughs> like strapping you into those things. It was bad. They uh, When you Google them, the first result is like, the checkered history. Yeah. Like, mm, yeah, exactly. Good. Yeah. Whenever someone describes your, your business as checkered or your history as checkered, uh, not good things, not good things at all. Um, so they're supposed to board this lands of flight from Lima to Pacalpa from Lima, Peru to Pacalpa, Peru to meet with their, uh, her father, Jelaine and her mother, uh, Jelaine's mother had originally wanted to fly back a few days earlier, but Jelaine had uh, had wanted to stay for her graduation and attend prom and then fly back on Christmas Eve. So her mother at last minute changed the tickets so they could do that. So they're at the airport. Um, the flight they're supposed to be on flight 508 is seven hours delayed. Uh, 
people are pissed off. They're annoyed due to the fact that they want to get home to their families for Christmas. Seven hours, Seven hours delay. Dude. Yeah, just cancel. I don't have. I'm, I'm I over it. it. Yeah, ain't got it. So, I'm not your guy, man. Yeah, you're yeah, not that guy. <laughs> so, um, so there. Everybody's annoyed. A bunch of people. They're pissed off. They want to go home to their families for Christmas. So finally. Excuse me. The plane arrives and everybody just fucking climbs on board. So the flight crew is low key worried because the weather conditions are really fucking bad. Uh, like not great for flying, but they're under a lot of pressure to get this flight up and going. Um, because it's all these people are pissed off. They've waited seven I mean, hours. It's Christmas what's the worst Eve. that could happen? Yeah, what's the worst <laughs> that could happen? Exactly. And the flight was only supposed to be an hour long flight, so they were like, you know what? We'll be fine. Let's just take off anyways. That's a puddle jump, bro. We could make it. Yeah, we, we got could it. Make it. Hop, skip, and a jump. Yeah. No worry. So Jelaine is sitting in a window seat. Her mother is in the middle, and a large man is sitting in the aisle seat. So the flight is in the air, and for the first twenty minutes or so, everything seems fine. Cool. What kind of plane was it? Uh, I don't know. I have no. Which flight was this? This was Lanza Airlines Flight Five Hundred Eight. Um, oh, they got an L one eighty eight, dude. Oh man, what is that? Those are beautiful. Those are beautiful an, planes. An L one eighty eight. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think it was one of the first turboprop airliners that they built in the U.S. Um, it would be. It'd be very loud. What year did this happen? The thing you're describing? Uh, the seventies. I mean, that's not. So, that's not so old. Yeah, not really. Yeah, I mean, that's like that. I'm just. I was trying to get context because I'm like, are they in like a rinky dink little fucking plane? No, yeah, but I mean, uh, kind of no. No, not that, really. I mean, that's like that kind of. They kind of look like a fucking Boeing. Yeah, I mean, Lockheed and Boeing follow a lot of the same yeah. design. Uh, but uh, I mean, yeah, it should. It's otherwise a pretty normal, good plane. Yeah, I was just curious. About that. I actually have it's not a really. Pretty plane I actually too. did not look up the the kind of plane or like a picture of the plane. And what looking the at fuck? it, looking at it, I'm like, okay, this. Uh, it's a big, sturdy plane. Yeah, that is a big boy. I love the '60s planes, dude. They're just tubes. We don't. We didn't give a fuck about aerodynamics. Dude, fuck we, no. gas, gas was like four cents a gallon. Just yeah. gun it faster, yeah. hard. Put that brick. <laughs> up, yeah, put that brick up in the sky. The F four, that plane that we used in uh, Vietnam, was like basically unflyable. Like it really was a brick with three rockets. On the back. <laughs> like, just call it good. Like, Get it up it's there. ramming its way through the air yeah. right now. Such an American design. Yes, it is. Um, <laughs> like what? Care about the fuel? Yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll buy more. Get more. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, basically, uh, first twenty minutes, everything seems fine. Super cool. We're good to go. As they're flying over the Amazon, the plane flies directly into a uh, into the dark clouds of a violent storm. And soon, the plane begins to wildly bounce. Uh, the heavy turbul- turbulence causes luggage. Christmas gifts and Christmas cakes and everything to be thrown all over the cabin. Jelaine and her mother are holding hands as they're tossed around by the unforgiving storm. And then Jelaine sees a bright light outside of her window strike one of the plane's engines. She then realizes that the plane has been struck by lightning. Her and her oh, mother shit. in a calm voice, which fucking why would <laughs> If this happened and my mom said this, I'd be like, fuck, dude. So her mother in a calm voice says, this is the end. It's all over. I'd be like, <gasps> I'd be like, stop. <laughs> like, <laughs> Mommy, no. 
yeah, at least give me some fucking like I don't that know. Would I would like, start weeping. Yes, dude. yeah, same. This is, it's over. It's um, over. so the plane then takes a sudden nosedive, and Jelaine states that the sound of the falling engine was a deafening roar, and a and in a split second it was gone, only to be replaced by the sound of wind rushing past her ears. Um, so the plane so the engine fell off. Um. Uh, what happened? So she stated that the sound of the failing engine was a deafening roar, and then for in a split second, the the that had been replaced by the sound of wind rushing past her ears. So the plane had actually broken apart, and Jelaine now oh. realizes she is outside of the aircraft, still strapped to her seat, in a free fall as the an- Amazon canopy spins quickly towards her, and soon she loses consciousness. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> A fucking nightmare. Yeah, I just a I don't know. Nightmare. That's, the the fact that I mean, it's probably not a spoiler that she lived because that's you introduced yeah, yeah, her yeah. as that. Yeah, uh, and the whole story. I mean, the story being over right now would be hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> but, and that's it. And we're done. <laughs> I'm like, why did yeah. you choose? Yeah, uh, three <laughs> minute story. But like, I don't know. It's just if, if it was in a movie, I'd be like, okay, yeah, sure, you know, bud, like, sure. Yeah. No, that no is way you're surviving that. Fucking insane. Dude, this whole fucking story is insane. Hold on, let me take a drink. So, Jelaine wakes up in the early morning of Christmas. Uh, she had survived a two-mile fall from the sky to the ground. Um, she is underneath the row of seats that she was sitting in. There's no one around her. She's fucking completely alone. So, she has a yeah. serious concussion. Dude, Obviously. also you you told me that when we we were talking about the story beforehand, you're like she only fell like 200 feet. No, uh, did I? Yeah, I, yeah, she, that's she not fell right. Ten thousand yeah. feet. Yeah, two. Yeah, she that's... fell two miles. I I just <laughs> crazy, dude. Unreal. Like, that is it's stupid. It's stupid. Like, and uh, it's one of the few people that I would not argue for a second if they were like god is real I'd be like, yeah, yeah i'm like you know what you might be right you might be that. correct about that <laughs> you you have done something maybe like no one in history has ever done i yeah ever. i haven't i don't know if like, there i can't think of like another you're the story first person to fall ten thousand feet to the ground and with survive. no parachute or anything yeah, and fucking survive and survive no one knows what that feels like no one just what it's so it's baffling it's hard to even fucking fathom no Um, and like dude i don't i'm glad i would want to pass out like oh yeah 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 yeah, i don't want to see myself splatter in the ground and like hitting the trees and shit that would be terrifying i'm like but i want to know it's it had to be some goddamn wily coyote looney tunes shit like it had to be like she landed at such a perfect angle down like a tree trunk that she like glided yeah. down it you so, know and then so like- all, all all there's a little i know i have an excerpt in here about why how she fell so far and okay. survived Good. so um so like i said she wakes up early morning at christmas she had survived a two-mile fall to the ground she is underneath the row of seats she was sitting in there's no one around her she's completely alone so she has a serious concussion, obviously. Uh, she could hardly sit up without becoming dizzy. Uh, because, and one of her, uh, and because of this, one of her eyes was like completely swollen. 
And she was also nearsighted and lost her glasses in the crash. She couldn't locate you can't them. can't see without her glasses. Yeah, I can't see without my glasses. And the pressure changed from being thrown out of the aircraft caused the capillaries in her eyes to burst, causing the whites of her eyes to be, like, blood red. Sure, um, why, why yeah, not? Of course. But still... I mean, dude, people have gotten in minor car accidents yeah. and been way, way more off, hard Way worse, her. way worse, yeah. So it took half a day before she was fully able to get up to her feet without blacking out. The concussion still leaving her fuzzy. Uh, oh, she described that would it. That be nasty concussion. Yeah, she described it. She was she she described it as feeling like she was quote wrapped in cotton balls. Um, surprisingly, oh, she couldn't. That sounds kind of nice. Yeah, yeah right. It <laughs> sounds like you just took some Percocets and you're like fucking vibing out. Yeah, um, I feel like a, a pat of butter. Yeah, yeah. a big old pile of flapjacks. <laughs> so, uh, surprisingly, she couldn't feel any pain. She had some very, uh, she had uh, some very deep gashes in her left calf and on uh, one of her arms as well. Her collarbone had been broken in half. And she had torn her ACL, something she didn't find out <gasps> until she had been taken to the hospital. But oh, so Jerry, really? Yeah, you can how do you, Dude, you not tell? I don't know, ACL? man. Yeah. So imagine being in so much pain that your ACL hurting is like kind of whatever. Low yeah, on yeah, the low radar. The yeah. So during the cl- the crash, Jelaine had lost one of her sandals. She still, uh, um. Uh, hold on. What? Why did I write this? It says during the crash, Jelaine lost one of her sandals. She still had one, but was missing the other. No, yeah, that's what that fucking yeah, no, redundant. Yeah, I like, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> tracking. Honestly, um, one would be like almost more frustrating. Yeah. God damn yeah. it! Like, what am I gonna do with fucking one? Um. So this caused her to have to stick like her one shoot in front of the other every time she w- wanted to walk to make sure she wasn't stepping on like a snake or wasn't going to trip and stuff like that so it was pretty debilitating um so jelaine spends a day searching for a mom but she couldn't locate her she finds a small bag of candy and ends up taking it with her which as her only food um and she she finds a small uh like stream of water and she remembers that her dad had once told her if you're lost in the jungle and find water, you should follow it because she knows that you see the small stream of water, you follow it, it's going to open into much larger water and people like to build on water sources so that will eventually lead her especially somewhere. Especially in the Amazon. Yeah, especially that's in like, the Amazon. That's how they get around. Yeah, the yeah. yeah. Um, also, the Amazon, like, I don't know, I, everything I've seen makes it sound like the most the worst, unlivable the worst, fucking dude. night. Dude, like, I just don't have... The mental stamina no. like i i would collapse and kill myself like i yeah, i don't as either. soon as a a bug the size of a fucking eagle landed on my arm i would lose i would lose, I would lose my fucking die. marbles yeah I, yeah i uh, dude millipede like uh, they're giant millipedes huge fucking spiders huge fu- i mean no just no i'm hard pass oh I'd be like, please poisonous or venomous snake bite me please end this fucking nightmare so, uh, so <laughs> she eventually finds a larger river and begins walking in the river downstream, knowing from her upbringing that it was much safer for her to travel in the water than on land. Uh, she would use a large stick to poke the ground in front of her to make sure she doesn't step on like any manta rays. Excuse me. Wait, manta rays? That's what it says. 
Yeah. Manta manta rays are in the oh in the water, you yeah, said? Yeah, 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 yeah. There's river manta rays like that? Yeah. Fucking A. That's um, crazy. Which I mean it's pretty smart. Um to she's like, yeah, I'm I have a higher possibility of stepping on like a poisonous snake or something. It, walking on land, I might as well just travel in the water. I don't know. You know, I would be super uh, scared uh, to do that as well. Uh, the water? Oh my god. That's like a whole new fucking nightmare. I'm looking at this insects of the Amazon thing. Um, couple couple highlights. The bullet ant, the famously nope. like painful yep. ant bite. That one's there, and uh, two of the largest beetles on the planet are there, and the Brazilian cockroach, which is the largest Amazon rainforest uh, insect. That's uh. one of the largest. Yeah, I I, freak me out. I couldn't handle it, and I don't have. There's no. There's. I don't have the survival instincts to eat bugs like that. I'll just die. I don't care. I'm sorry. I would. I would think like we say that now, but like in that situation, it would be one of those things of like I just. Dude, in my own house, I can go hungry because I don't want to get up and feed myself. That's I know fair. that I would just let myself die. Just if the option wither was to eat away. like a spider, dude. Yeah. Like, it's not livable. I'm not going to survive it. Fair. Okay. Plus, I mean, in the Amazon, like, what? I don't know what bug to eat. Are you kidding That's me? That's true. Like, that is very true. I'll holy fucking, shit. I'll fucking die. You're like, I'll watch a bird eat it and then follow it for the day and see if that if it survived yeah. eating that bug. <laughs> um, so, uh, so Jelaine eventually finds a row of seeds from the plane wreckage that has been fucking drilled three feet into the ground. Uh, there are dead bodies of passengers still strapped to it. She thought maybe one of them would be her mom, but none of them were. Uh, she said that she had already sensed that she might come across dead bodies due to the fact that she could hear the call of King Bulter's uh, up above so soon after this she hears a sound of, of hope she hears search planes flying up above uh, she could see them through the thick canopy but she had no way of getting their attention to show that she yeah. was alive and yeah. stranded and unfortunately the, Dude, the planes depart without seeing her this is why because i read hatchet religiously as yeah, a child. Yeah, yeah. i read that book over and over and i was like i'm gonna keep a lighter on me for the rest Dude, of my something, life yeah, uh, uh, fucking, yeah yeah getting on an airplane without something uh, without a lighter to me i'm like bad luck crazy bro. big You're, bad uh, luck big bad uh, what luck. if we crash in the forest <laughs> i don't need to light a fire yeah want to make a fire bow those are the worst fucking uh so the search planes don't see her they skedaddle and fucking she i would imagine you feel just helpless at that like hopeless at that point uh um, yeah so she said that this was when she knew that she was truly alone uh she said she felt hopelessness but she wasn't in pain or panic and she knew that she had to rely on her own strength to get herself out of this situation so she presses on. Hey, it's okay if you want to panic a little. Yeah, bit. you, you can, you're allowed to you panic just a, a little bit. bit of panic yeah, as a treat. treat yeah. yeah. <laughs> so she presses on. Jelaine said there was only one thing that concerned her, uh, which was a patch on her upper arm where she was wounded. It wasn't a large wound, but it was open, and flies had managed to crawl inside and lay maggots under her skin, which is oh, good, treacherous, dude. I feel like I've heard that about every person in the Amazon. Like, they're just waiting yeah. to plant yeah. eggs in you. Hell yeah, dude. they are. Fuck that. Fuck that. Uh-huh. 
She said, no. uh, she said she was afraid they'd have to amputate her arm. Um, she attempted to pull the maggots out herself by squeezing them out and then pulling <sighs> them out with a stick, but she had no success. They were too deep under her skin. Yeah. Wow. Dude. They were that deep too. I want to die. Yeah, That's I, horrible. dude, I can't even. I, each gross. individual thing that she has survived, kill myself. Yeah, immediately. And she's, and she's immediately take along. my own life. <laughs> so, um, Jelaine alternates between wading, shallow, wading through shallow water and then swimming in deeper water. She is battling the hot and humid weather as well as the frequent cold rain, which she says felt like needles against her skin. Uh, Good. Fortune, sure. Yeah, great. One more thing to the pile. Actually, it's the Amazon, and it was actually raining real needles yeah, right into their skin. needles, yeah. <laughs> Fortunately for her, this rain does supply her with enough drinking water to keep her going. Uh, she continued, Good. Yeah, she continues to wade through the river during the day, uh, being bombarded by insects and mosquitoes, and during the cold night, she would sleep on a... Mosquitoes, so- dude, I wasn't even thinking about that. I cannot oh imagine the amount of mosquitoes that are in the fucking Amazon. And it's not like... It's not like you get bit by so many mosquitoes where you're like, I'm not itchy. Yeah, anymore. whatever, dude. You're, it's, just, you're, you're just, just more itchy. More itchy. More bites. Mosquitoes are the bane of my exist- existence, and I can imagine the Amazon, they're like thick wafts of them. Like they are, oh, they're yeah. like walls yeah. of mosquitoes. Um, yeah. So she, uh, uh, during the cold night, she would sleep on the soft riverbanks and attempt to keep herself warm. So by the fifth or sixth day, the stream that Jelaine was wading in opens to bigger water. She states she never felt hungry during her trek, but she knew she was getting weaker. Her festering wounds have made it harder for her to move as well, but she still continues on. 17 years old, man. 17 years old. and, and in, like With festering wounds, a torn ACL, a shattered collarbone. Yeah. Lost IQ from smashing her skull. Yeah. You know, it's like, my God. That's one resilient 17-year-old. That's why, um, I mean, good pick. Yeah. Good pick right? for this episode. Yeah. So on the 10th day, she is exhausted and delirious. The maggots in her arm have hatched and eaten a hole in her flesh. Uh, <sighs> the, the search. No more maggot dude, updates. I I'm out. <laughs> so the search had actually been called off five days prior. Um, obviously, she doesn't know this, but. That's what had happened. She knows that she must rest. That's sad. So, yeah, which, right? I mean, but also they're like, I mean, what, are we going to find somebody in the Amazon? What, are we going to comb the entire Amazon? Yeah, no. Um, Yeah. So she knows she must rest, and she finds a soft riverbank to sleep on, and that's when she sees it, a boat. Uh, Jelaine at first thought she was hallucinating. She went over and touched the boat to see that it was, in fact, real. Um. So she looks around, and she sees this little man-made path leading into the forest. So she decides to take it and crawl her way through it until she finds a, a little shack. She gets herself into the shack, and inside is a barrel full of gasoline. Uh, she what? uses a small plastic tube she found to suck up the gasoline and pour it on her wounds until the maggots inside of them... Uh, to kill the maggots what? inside of them. Yeah. What? Yeah, hard, hard. Oh my god! I don't know if I would have thought of that. Yeah, she's a fucking smart kid, dude. Um, she describes yeah. this pain as agonizing. Like obviously, okay, uh, yeah, okay, uh, good. I was like, I, I was actually like, I mean, I don't know. I've never actually had too much gasoline in an open wound. Yeah, I'm me like, neither. What that would feel like? Yeah, uh, I can't. Like I said, can't imagine it feel great though. Nope. 
No. Um, so, uh, let's see. Barrel full of gasoline. So she pours the gasoline in her wounds to kill the maggots. Uh, she attempts to sleep in the hut under the tarp, but the ground is too hard, so she chose to move back down to the riverbank and rest. The next morning, hold on, I get a cough. The next morning, uh, it is pouring rain, and she makes her way back up to the hut. There are frogs jumping all around inside the hut, so she and she's fucking starving at this point. She attempts to catch one uh, to eat, but no dice. Don't eat it. It was well, a frog. Yeah, lucky for her, Holy she was too God. slow because eating one would have meant sudden death as they were poisoned dark yeah. frogs. Yeah. Uh, Whoa, I, she was like going to eat all the stuff she knows. She knows yeah. that she doesn't know to not eat those. That's crazy. I don't know. Maybe it was like a, a like darker a shade. I learned about those. Frogs, a darker you know shade I mean? of poison dart frog that she didn't notice. Also, she's been trekking through the fucking woods for like ten days. Is delirious True. as fuck. Wait, is it been ten days at this point? Uh, yes. On the yeah, ten days. Oh my god. Yep. It's crazy. Ten days. Um. So. It had finally stopped raining, and raining, and Jelaine said she felt that she should move. She should move on, you know, continue her trek. But her willpower was gone, and she decided to stay in the hut for another night and move on tomorrow. So she said that uh, my fucking stuffy nose is killing me right now. She said that at that moment she decided to stay. She was finally made the decision of like I can't, I can't, you know, I don't have, I don't have the energy to go today. We're gonna stay the night here, move on tomorrow. At that point that she decided that, she said she could start hearing voices. Uh, she said oh, she couldn't okay. believe it at first. She said it was like hearing angels. Three people came from the forest and saw her and obviously were fucking very startled. Dude, uh, it was so gross. Yeah, dude, yeah. Uh, You're like, what the fuck <laughs> happened to you? Yeah, she said that... You, she, nobody believed you, too. Ex- yeah, nobody fucking like fell, fell from out of an airplane. Yeah, yeah no. Um, she says that she must have looked frightening. Her eyes were bloodshot and she was in poor condition. Yeah. Excuse Here me. She also stated that the people of the area believed heavily in ghosts. And so they, um, so she thought that they would, uh, sorry. She thought that they would think she was they, a water a spirit de- called yeah. de, uh, Yamanja, de Yamanja, uh, called, wow. called a Yamanja. Um, so luckily, that didn't happen. Uh, they ended up staying the night in the hut, and individuals, these these people fed her and tended to her wounds before bringing oh, her downstream in the nice. boat the next day. Yeah, dude, talk about, that's like... That's so nice. Talk about good luck, more. yeah. Um, so, by the afternoon, she was taken to a small local hospital. Uh, there, a woman who was a pilot and belonged to a small group of missionaries staying in a village near uh, Pacalpa... Um, what? Blah, 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 blah. Oh, okay. Uh, she, so she flew Jelaine back in her small two-prop plane and was cared for. She's like, the- I don't want to get in another yeah, plane. Yeah, no shit. I'd be like, I don't know, man. I've had bad luck so far with planes. You got any boats? Yeah, something. Like, I don't know. Fucking anything that doesn't go up in the sky. Um, So she gets flown by this... Uh, lady pilot and uh she's cared for it at the missionary's village until she was well enough to move um eventually jelaine was reunited with her father who had thought she was gone forever obviously like he thought his wife and daughter were dead um oh, yeah i didn't even think about that yeah yeah so with jelaine's okay. help they located the crash site and since the plane had broken to pieces it took a couple more days for them to find the pieces and identify the bodies 
Jelaine's mother was eventually identified, and Jelaine states that this is when it really set in that she was the sole survivor of the plane crash. Uh, Dude, that's so weird and sad. Crazy. Uh, She states that the morning of her mother set in way later due to the fact that she was constantly being bombarded with interviews uh, and being, quote, interrogated by the Air Force and police. Uh, What? Yeah. Interrogated? I I mean, I guess because, like, the plane went down and and I I, I would... She said, you know, that's how she worded it, interrogated, but I think it was just them being like, hey, what happened... Can, what can you tell us about this so we know we just have the full story? Um, oh, okay, okay. So uh, I was like, they didn't. They yeah, I don't. I, yeah, I don't think they right? were like. Yeah, I don't think they were suspicious of her. Uh, so her father sold the rights to the story to German magazine Stern, and they came uh, and she did an interview with them. She said that she also received a plethora of letters from people, which she said was touching, but she couldn't understand why anyone would write her. Um, which. Uh, I don't know. It's just so, it's just so, like, I feel so bad for her, you know? Like, I don't know. Something yeah. about being the only survivor is really sad. Yeah, I, and, and, I mean, and, and, you know, her mom died, too. Like, that's yeah, awful. Yeah, and there's but, gotta be, like, hella survivors. she hurt her mom know and accept her fucking fate. Yeah, that would be brutal. fucking haunting. Haunting. Oh, yeah, I'd never get in an airplane again. Um, hell no. So, in 1998, German director Werner Herzog created a made-for-TV documentary called Wings of Hope that detailed Jelaine's story. This story was special to Werner because, as it turns out, he had attempted to board Flight 508 on that fateful day when the other flight scheduled for departure didn't show up. Werner had tried to bribe one of the airline workers to let him on the flight, but he was unsuccessful. Um... So, talk about fucking dodging a bullet. Dude, seriously. Jesus Christ. Werner, what other films had Werner Herzog done? Werner Herzog does a lot of good shit. Yeah, he's got got that voice, that that very recognizable, yeah, the voice. I saw his Grizzly Man. Yeah, that's uh, what I'm thinking of, yeah. That one is, that's just sad, I don't know, that one was very sad. Ill. The other one that I've seen, I I, I want to recommend it. Oh, what? Nice. No, he's done operas. What the fuck? That guy's so weird. He's Dude, amazing. He's, he's badass though. He's so amazing. Um, uh, I can't. I can't remember what the fuck it was called. So during this documentary that he uh, created, Jelaine goes back to the scene of the crash and details her journey while talking basically directly to the camera. Uh, she said that it was somewhat therapeutic for her and helped her put together uh, and complete some of her lost memories. Um, she also wrote a book called When I Fell from the Sky, if you would like to check that out. Fucking, but I remember, I don't think I put, I, I don't think I put it in my notes, but I remember reading somewhere that she had talked about um, that like her mom hadn't died immediately on crashing. And I saw that 14 people uh, potentially had not died yeah. when it crashed, so, but then died. I remember when, her talking about how her mom hadn't... Um, they talked about her mom hadn't died immediately when the crash happened. And I think Jelaine said something along the lines, and, and if 
fucking don't quote me on this because I didn't put it in my notes, but was basically like, if I would have found my mom and she'd still been alive, I would have stayed with her and I probably wouldn't have survived myself because I wouldn't have wanted to leave her. Um, so she, her not finding her mom was probably kind of a blessing. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, still, I, I don't know. I feel like her mom would have just died. Yeah, like, brutal. Like, I, I can't believe how many people survived it falling that yeah. far. Wait, did you see? Did you say you had? How did she not die? Oh, oh, why? What the hell did I not put that in my notes? Basically, the theory is that upon her fall, um, large, warm pockets of air were would gust up from the Amazon rainforest, and that's one thing that like slowed her fall um, and made it to where she didn't die. Just like, wow. Yeah, crazy. Wow. The CIA is like, write that down. Yeah, write, write that, that down. down. Um, I guess oh, I- the, the movie was called Lessons of Darkness. That's this Warner Herzog uh, that he did in 92. And it was about, he was like, it was shot on the oil fields in Kuwait after after the 91, after the Gulf War. Yeah. And it's he's narrates it kind of like he's an alien not understanding what humans are doing really and like there's like one part where they're he sees the the well is like on fire and it's like you know has life without fire become unbearable for them like it's so That's german weird. and yeah, weird that is weird yeah I, I, I recommend it a lot That's not surprising though oh yeah no no it sounds like a very werner Herzog uh-huh. fucking story thing yes it does but as, that is uh, Jelaine Kopke, the the that's brutal from this guy. Yeah, she is a lot of willpower to live more than I'll ever have. Yeah, damn survivor. She's stronger, stronger than I, any man. I know, dude. That's seventeen, fucking trekking through there like that. So many people. I mean, the water trick. I'll remember that one. I don't know if I got the nuts. Yeah, no. The, I don't the know plant if I life and the nuts, absolutely not. I have no idea. I'll, like, I'd eat a poison like, berry immediately. No, I mean, waiting, like, her tip of wading through the river instead of walking on the ground. I'm like, I don't know. If, I don't know fuck. if it would occur to me to be like, oh, go through the river because there's poisonous snakes around. Like, if I had that thought in my head where I was like, oh, I should walk through the water. Does it be safer? I would do it, but I don't think it would have occurred to me. <laughs> but can't snakes get you in the water? You know, I don't. You know, they could get me. I feel like you're less likely to run into a baddie snake in the water in the Amazon. Maybe I don't know. Maybe, maybe. but I did see something about how she had some local experience younger where she learned some survival stuff. Well, yeah, her her parents lived in the rainforest for a, like a hot minute because yeah. they were they were, you know, biologists and shit. So she was so, perfectly equipped for this. Like she knew she knew what she was doing. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh okay, you ready for my story? It's um, it's it's not like that story at all. I really got a piece, so you're gonna have to schedule a text. I'm sorry. Yeah, schedule a text. You're gonna record, upload this as soon as we're done. Oh yeah, it's that's true. That's true. You're right. You're right. All right, hold on. Um, I've been helping 
Reagan were looking for some jobs for, and uh, you know, we talk about how there's jobs you can take as a dude that you can't take as a lady. Yeah, I saw this guy on Craigslist post. I'm looking into getting my massage license and looking for as much practice as possible. I need a subject, his part-time job that will pay $25 per hour. No experience needed. You will sign a log and describe your session with a scale of 1 to 10. Answer a few questions I have. I have one hour per week or up to 20 hours available. This guy will give me $500 of massages. I'm like, I'm interested. Yeah, But that is the kind of thing... A woman cannot no. risk taking. She will be killed. Me, I'm Absolutely like, not. Hey, I'll go see if the man wants to pay me a little bit of money to give me a massage. That's lit. That penis privilege. Penis privilege. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, so my my story is um not no, like that story at all. Um. I sat down to when I sat down to pick this, I was like, I, I had kind of a moment's panic because I was like, man, it could actually be kind of anything. And that feels so broad that I'm like, fuck, I don't know what to choose. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, but I was like, oh, I mean, I don't know. Snipers exist. They do crazy stuff. I, like, they are relentless That's human true. beings. They do. They're trained by the government to be some of the most relentless human beings on the planet. Also true. So I was like, perfect. I know who I'm covering. I'm going to cover uh, this week. Uh, his name is Simo Heha. He is Finnish. So most of the words related to his country and history will be mutilated as my English speaking mouth is simply not designed to form any of those words. And these many umlauts. I don't know what they're doing with all those dots of their letters. So anyway, uh, Heha was born in the Raujarvi municipality in the Vipuri province of Finland in the south, which is near the Russian border. His parents were farmers. He was the seventh of eight of eight children. He was born in December of 1905. Did normal kid stuff, whacking a hoop with the stick, throwing rocks at cans, you know, classics. Classic. That kind of stuff. No way that man didn't hit a little hoop with a stick. Yeah. He had to have uh, a hoop with a stick at least once. Yeah, he's got it all over his face. Uh, went to school in a tiny Finnish village that has umlauts in the name in a parish with too many consonants and worked with his oldest brother to build his own farm. So what we have now is a Finnish man who works on a farm in the early 1900s. One of the most infinitely capable human beings that have potentially ever existed. That is he a hard man. Oh, yes, he can do it all. He, this man survives off of the land in the Arctic Circle, yeah, basically. Hard. You know? Uh, so he farmed, he hunted, he skied. He could probably outdrink a German, and he probably loved getting in saunas naked because the Finns, they Love do it. that. They're so strong. They're that powerful. Um, at 17, he joined the Finnish militia called the Civil Guard. This was a voluntary militia that was formed post Finnish Civil War, which was kind of like an anti communist league. This was around the times that the Russians were working very hard on integrating Finland, uh, much like how they've integrated Ukraine into their country. (laughs) So um, he did a great job in the Guard. He actually got trophies for his marksmanship, and he was known with the local group for being super humble, going so far as to always try and be in the back of the pictures. Nice. Um, But he was actually so fucking good at shooting that they started making him get to the front of the pictures. Nice. Um, He was very good at estimating distances. He was usually within one meter uh, of accuracy at up to 200 meters away, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, And 
uh, in his training at 150 meters with a single sh one reloading after every shot with a bolt action rifle, he hit a target 16 times in one minute at, a, at 500 feet. Jesus. Which is bonkers. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> like, oh, what a work of beauty yeah. that would be. Um, the British used stripper clips that, uh, where they would load the whole mag and the gun at once um, because the British practiced the Mad Minute a lot. So their record is 36 hits in one minute at 300 yards. Mm. 300 yards, so yeah. twice as far. That's just crazy. That's fucking bananas. Uh, but, you know, doing it one at a time, it, amazing. That's a shot every f over or under every four seconds. Like, bonkers. So zooming out a little bit, um, it's 1939. Um, historically, 1939 is a pretty big year uh, for the whole world. That's when we decided to get in, like, a war. Yeah, with, something uh, like that. Pretty much everybody. Uh, kind of like a world war yeah, situation. Some would call it a world war. World War II electric boogaloo, I think yeah. is what it became known as. <laughs> um, and like I said, the Finns had had a civil war before. They were considered, uh, while they, this was while they had been considered an autonomous grand duchy within the imperial Russia. And so then they had their civil war that was a war between the communists, which were called the Red Army, and the non-communists, which were called the White Army. In Russia, the White Army got their ass kicked, but in Finland, uh, the Red Army got their ass kicked. And this is kind of just like a facet of the whole Russian Civil War, but Finland was kind of fighting for national like autonomy and its independence. So the White Army won the war. Finland declared independence. Sweet. The Finns weren't warmongers. They tried very hard to align themselves actually with the neutral Scandinavia. They worked very closely with Estonia, uh, their uh, neighbor, their bordering neighbor. You know, not shit. They weren't trying to start shit. They just didn't want to be a part of the Empire of Russia. Yeah, fair. The Soviets historically didn't just, like, forget yeah. about that. <laughs> uh, so, I don't know yeah, if I have modern Russian history is a clear enough indication of that attitude. But within a few months of the start of World War II, the Soviets demanded just a bit of Finland as a treat. Um, just a military base, all their defensive fortifications, and an isthmus. Uh, Finland said, no, thank you, sir. And the Soviets invaded, uh, which they called the war the continuation. Because they're like, this shit's not over. Yeah, uh, never forget, brother. We're coming. Well, technically, World War II was. This is the Winter War before World War yeah, II. Yeah. So, Heiha is 33 years old um, when what became known as the Winter War started. The Winter War was only 105 days long. Simohaya served for 98 of them. And in 98 days, he became the single most deadly sniper ever recorded. Damn. Um, so this I, is called I, the I've Winter War. I've heard about this guy, but I it's love bonkers, this story. Dude. He's a fucking hard man. This was called the Winter War, and it took place in the borders between Russia and Finland. So it was fucking cold and it's fucking snowy. Um, and a touch of classic Russian uh, so uh, luck when they invaded. It was one of the snowiest winters Finland has ever had nice. still to this day. Because the Russians always do that shit. Yeah, uh, the worst. <laughs> I, think I was about to say, you're telling me the Russians made bad fucking yeah. battle plans. <laughs> you know, you uh, so the temperatures were down to like negative 20, negative 30, which is roughly about the same Celsius. And there were... Um, there's over six feet of snow on the ground, or two meters for our Finnish listeners. Simo uh, deployed with the 13th Infantry Regiment in the Kala region, which is largely east of Finland now. Spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> which it, at the time was heavily remoted or heavily wooded and hugely remote. 
He basically was deployed to a snowy forest in the middle of nowhere <laughs> with no roads. And they're like, kill Russian men. He's like, all right. Um, sounds good. He used a Finnish-made Mosin Nagant 2830, nice. which was different from the Russians' 9130. had a shorter, heavier barrel, better sights, and a nicer trigger. Basically, things that you wouldn't fuck with with a Russian conscript. Because yeah. they're just going to break it or miss. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, the Soviet Union came at Finland fucking hard. They brought, a, a, they brought their fucking dick. At the time, Finland had a max of like 350,000 soldiers, few dozen tanks, and 100 planes. Russia brought 750,000 soldiers, 6,000 tanks, and 4,000 planes Damn. to invade Finland. Jesus. Um, <laughs> I know. <laughs> They're like, we got to use them for something. Yeah. Um, at, at the lake that Simo was near, the Soviets were pounding the Finns with 40,000 shells a day versus Finland's meager 1,000, just for kind of reference. Um, this was He was a sniper way before personal radios were really an option, so he was told to just go in the woods, grab Mosin, go in the woods, go in the woods, and, sh- and he just shoot Russians. And he's like, all right, man. And so every day in the morning... At night, he would fucking pack his pockets with a li- uh, like one snack, literally, nice. and sixty bullets, and he would fucking in- crawl around and find uh, a good spot. He'd use his training as a hunter to find a good place to lay up. He would um, build like a small little fort around him, like it was shallow, but with yeah, white yeah. snow. And then he uh, was wearing all white clothing, which the Soviets did not have at the time. Hilarious. Classic. What? (laughs) (laughs) They're like, I can see you, dude. Yeah, what the fuck? (laughs) Um, And he would pour um, hot water or like water on the snow in the front of his embankment so that it would harden so it wouldn't puff up when he fires his gun. Damn. And then he'd just lay in the snow motionless until he fucking had to shoot someone. That's crazy. Would, I, I didn't know about the, the water in front of the embankment so it wouldn't puff up. I did I did see how the, I did read how he would put snow in his mouth so yeah, his that's what breath, yeah, yeah, his so breath wouldn't his breath fucking. didn't rise. And he also doesn't have a scope, partially because he doesn't like the glint of the scope. He doesn't want to risk that. And he also um doesn't want to raise his head even that half inch more. He likes to be lower down to the gun. And he's five three. He's a little Finnish man. Yeah. So he was, damn. Not that he couldn't kick my ass. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so when the moment was right, he would shoot, almost always killing them in one shot. Um, in total, based off of account of only confirmed dead, he it's it, there's wide estimates, but it's yeah. estimated that he's killed over 500 Russian soldiers. Jesus Christ, dude. The Soviets uh, quickly learned there was an ultra-effective sniper in the area, so they sent sniper teams to kill him. He, he just shot them. Uh, and then then they shelled the area that they knew him to be in, sacrificing snipers to figure that out, <laughs> and succeeded um, in only tearing the outside of his scope, give him a little uh, scratch on his little back. Um, they f- actually summoned a famous Soviet sniper to counter-snipe him, um and that this guy had killed several Finnish officers and soldiers in the area. He's trying to like draw a Simo out. Yeah. And uh, after waiting for a fucking entire day after doing all that, the sun was going down. He gave up and uh, lifted his head to stand up and leave and got shot 
right then and there. Damn. Killed by CMO. Right yeah. <laughs> That's fucking crazy, dude. That He's is... like, I can't even see this guy. Yeah. And CMO's just like, I'm just waiting for a good time yeah. to shoot him. <laughs> I, I, I bet, like, knowing knowing him, he that was, like, his plan. He was like, I, yeah. wonder, I wonder if he had the intel of, like, oh, they've sent this really good sniper to scout the area and look for I bet me. he could figure out what was going yeah, on. Yeah. yeah, if a couple in his area had been killed. Yeah. Um, and, like, <laughs> I, I feel like he'd been looking at him for hours. Forever. Like, Come on, yeah. move. All so day. It's funnier. Come on, move. Yeah, so all it's day. when I shoot you. <laughs> Staring at him and then just waits for him to get up and leave and fucking, damn, <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> get fucked, nerd. Uh, yeah, really. So he got his ass. Uh, at the beginning of the war, he was killing about six men a day for three straight weeks, which, I mean, I don't have the... That's just the hardness of your soul. Yeah, you're a fucking dude. I mean, this guy, like, he's got good eyes, but, like, you know, he's watching these men fall. Yeah, like, yeah. He's just, he can see them. He's not using the scope, so they're, like, at a reasonable distance away. Yeah. And he shoots him and watches him die Dude. six times a day. Six times for that, three straight weeks. That man's that man's soul is stone. Like has oh, to be stone. stone. Stone and also like like that man is the 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 bringer of death. He is oh death yeah, absolutely. Dealer. It's like we were talking yeah, about we were talking about the Last of Us where they're escorting Joel yes. out. Yeah, that yeah. that is him. Like him. <laughs> Uh, his peak during the war was 25 men in God, a single day. Damn. I mean, and that's like a full-time job, yeah, dude. Yeah. Like, like, oh, shit, I just shot somebody. He just like, holy stuff. his pockets full of bullets and was like, all right, yeah. going out for the day. Don't come home till the like, bullets are gone. The rest of the squad's job is simply to count all of his bodies yeah. and confirm them. Jesus They're like, yeah, yeah, Christ, we found dude. him. And he wasn't uh, only sniping by himself. There were times where he had to fight alongside his unit. He would use a submachine gun and grenades just like everybody else. But he did so with equally devastating accuracy. Um, he often cited that about half of his 500 kills were actually with his SMG. Which nice. I'm like, so yeah. even closer. Even Still, closer yeah. he has to be to kill these men. I wonder. Uh, unless if anybody could, he could probably snipe someone with those fucking I, Fuck yeah, swomies. he could. Yeah. I wonder if well, like the people that like the the men that would go out and like collect bodies and like confirmed his kills. I wonder if they would go and like find a group of dead Russian soldiers and like look at them and be like, "Yeah, that's him." They like shot yeah. straight through the head. They're like, "That's him." Like, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, this is him. I would sure. imagine with the fi- with, in his eye. Yeah, with like <laughs> five hundred kills, they just knew like his accuracy and his shot placement. They're like, "Okay, I know who did these." Yeah. Uh, the, also the SMG that he was, uh, using was, it's like, I don't know if you've ever held one. It's famously like one of the heaviest in the, uh, all of wars. It was like 10 and a half pounds. Yeah. What was it? Uh, the, the KP 31, the Swomi. It, it, that thing is so overbuilt. It was back when oh, we built yeah, yeah, yeah. SMGs, like they were full size, like weapons, yeah. you know, <laughs> like 11 pounds. Dude. This tiny Christ. guy is carrying this huge, heavy fucking thing. Yeah, and that's a heavy boy. Dropping bodies at less than a hundred meters. He's definitely looking at these people as they're dying. It's a hard um, man, dude. Uh, what? So one week before the end of the war, a Russian soldier incredibly probably managed to, to shoot uh, Haya in the face with an illegal explosive bullet because uh, they weren't supposed to shoot explosive bullets at people. Damn. Um, they blow out his upper jaw, most of his lower jaw, and left cheek, knocking him unconscious. Uh, he ended up getting thrown in the corpse pile because he looked pretty fucking bad. They looked yeah. like it, they said it looked like it blew half of his fucking face off. 
Um, but a Finnish soldier had been tasked specifically with finding him. So they found him in the corpse pile with his leg twitching. And they're like, fuck, this dude's not dead. They take him to the hospital where he regains consciousness a week later as peace was declared. Peace, I mean, the Soviets took Finland. Yeah. Um, and he had to promptly write a newspaper or letter to the newspaper to tell them that he was not, in fact, dead because he learned of his death from that newspaper. Oh, nice. He underwent 26 surgeries over 14 months and immediately tried to go back into fighting in World War II. Nice. He's like, put me in, yeah, coach. Yeah, put me in, coach. I'm ready to <laughs> I go. am only stronger. And they're like, bro, you're, you had half of your face blown off. He's like, I, my eyes are still good. I'm fucking fine. <laughs> <laughs> my finger's still here, yeah, boss. My trigger finger, my eyes work. That's all I need. Um, The Finns lost quote unquote the winter war and i i say quotes because the soviets lost a hundred and sixty thousand troops and uh that's dead two hundred thousand wounded Damn. finland had twenty five thousand dead and forty thousand wounded so like eight to one rate kdr christ dude the, and although like i didn't even because i don't know nobody cares but they lost thousands of planes, thousands of, of course tanks. They did. And the Finland didn't have any. Like, it's, <laughs> like they got so obliterated. Dude, old habits die hard, man. They're fucking Dude. great at fucking destroying. <laughs> they never their learned a fucking thing. <laughs> uh, so the Soviets showed themselves to be absolute fucking clowns on the battlefield in an unjust war of an aggression for a whopping total of nine percent. Of Finland's territory. Jesus. Fucking. 9%. Uh, and then 15 months later, they just went to war again uh, with when World War II kicked off. For realsies. Jesus so, like, Christ. you know, they got fuck all out yeah, of this. Yeah, nothing. Unfortunately, uh, the Finns did side with the Wehrmacht to fight the Soviets in World War II. I understand yeah, what you yeah. got to do. Yeah, a lot. I mean, I, I toured through a lot of former Soviet Russia. Like, they were a brutal occupier. I, You know what I mean? Like, it was just as bad yeah. as being occupied by the Germans, yeah. if not worse for certain people. And um, so the Finns did, but the Finns did end up fighting the Germans before the end of world war two. So, you know, they, they were killing just anybody who yeah. needed to be killed. They were left, right. And yeah, left, right. Center, um, baby. Simo, however, did get married and he died in 2002 at the ripe old age of 96, long enough to see the Soviet union collapse. Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> that dude. dude fought the Soviet union and then outlived it right after. Damn. I can you imagine? So, can I thought you, he was perfect. For yeah, he is absolutely. He's fucking. I couldn't think of someone more perfect. King for shit, dude. Uh, can I, you seriously? On the other side of the coin, can you imagine being the guy that shot him and like thought you killed him? You were probably like, you were. Oh. They. You probably got all oh. the ever every Russian award you could get. Puss. Yeah, all there the puss, dude. <laughs> yeah, even absolutely. though you had to use an illegal explosive bullet, but you just don't tell people that part of the story. You'd be like, "Yep, yeah. regular, regular round killed the most fucking ruthless sniper in existence." Oh, it's. I mean, he bl- shot him in the face. Great shot, but the dude's face blows up. Man, still won't die. Still won't die. He's good to the go. Dude is just, he's not being treated. He was just sitting in the corpse in a pile. Corpse and pile they're dude. Li- <laughs> still alive. <laughs> and then he lived for fucking like 60 years after That's that shit. so insane. Like, dude, I... Uh, 
Two unkillable people. Like, people. Yeah. That's who we covered this. Two this unkillable people. Exactly. People like that's Batman. That's what we should call this episode. Unkillable. Yeah. Two I, unkillable I like people. Yeah. Two unkillable people. I like that. I really. Yeah. That. That. I. Like. You know. Simo. His story gets told a lot. It's it's a classic World yeah, War II story. Yeah. There's a lot of propaganda involved in the story. He there's a myth like they get called they call him the White Death. Yeah, like but that's not true. Uh, the Russians were referring to the Finnish winter I, as the White Death, which is hilarious. They're like, you know, dude, it's just it's all bad. Which <laughs> is just time being in Finland here. Uh, uh, yeah, but like he had been known, the, but the Finns did like run with him being oh, fucking yeah yeah, yeah yeah i mean if you if if like if i'm uh, in a uh fighting force and there's someone of that caliber amongst us like that dude is like a, a morale booster extraordinary it's like the ghost oh, of yeah. kiev but real oh yeah <laughs> but to know yeah they're like to literally know simo's out like i think we'll be okay yeah <laughs> yeah yeah right yeah or yeah being on the other side of the russians and like you hear that he got shot by one of your comrades and you're like i think we're good now we're gonna i'm not yeah. so scared to go yeah. on patrol yeah anymore. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah crazy fucking Dude, story yeah, I, fucking I, I love reading about it yeah i I'll probably I I, I, i'll warn you guys now this is a great season for war stuff yeah there's a few good world war two stories of guys that I think will be interesting. It's not going to just be, uh, you know, I'll try not to talk about boats and airplanes too much. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll dial it in. Yeah. Uh, my last two were, I mean, this one and the last one were about airplanes. So I feel that, um, but yeah, I feel like yeah, this season, airplanes are tight, dude. Wait. Oh yeah. Your last one was about airplanes. Yeah. I feel like this, <laughs> this, this season's probably going to be a lot of like war and, but I mean, tr- you know, like we said, we can we can twist it around. After a while, we'll probably run out of the cool guys, and I'll start covering career criminals. Yeah, they're just depraved pieces of shit. That, you know? that would not they, stop. They're just as relentless. Uh, they never fucking. They stopped. never stopped. Yep, exactly. Damn. That, yeah, that's good. I like that. I've 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 totally. I every time I hear that story, it's still amazing. I, I mean, I've I've known it's about bonkers. that dude forever, but every time I hear a story, I'm like, fuck. Twenty five people in one day. That that's man killed crazy. more than one person an hour. That's insane. I just can't I, imagine. I, just, I would feel so stupid sending people his way. Yeah, you know? for real. I'd like just I'd be like, all right, area. this part, this part of the forest, theirs. Yeah, they have. Yeah, it. this okay. is theirs. Nobody go into this area, or you will get shot. He hates it when we're over. Yeah, <laughs> he gets real upset. And I'm not trying to poke <laughs> the bear, so uh, just leave him alone. I mean, that would probably be the most effective way to not get your men killed by him is just you're not gonna go. shoot him you're yeah. not gonna win it's not worth you're just gonna lose more good snipers the you man know I mean? yeah the man has has thought of every uh every step imaginable to conceal himself to kill you better like you're not yeah you're not gonna find him yeah seriously it's not gonna if happen. he could if he could blot out his fucking pupils to just be yeah. white he'd do he it would. he would he for sure <laughs> would absolutely <laughs> Dude, that's fucking insane. Um, but yeah, well, we will be back next week, so don't forget to rate. Wait, your- what do you? Uh, you got a recommendation of a thing for the week? We got to remember to do that. Oh, that's right. Wanna, that's and right, suddenly right. you were about to just fucking close the lid on this. That's thing. right. Um, beef. I'm watching Beef, and it's really good. I highly recommend. Okay, it. it's an another a- person told me to watch Beef. Uh, da- David chose a rapist. Is he, he what? Really? Just, yeah, it just came out just like two days ago. What? No way. Yeah, it is. It's real. 
David I'm Cho. I'm pretty sure it's real. David Cho, American artist. After David Cho's well, criticized uh, rapey behavior. Criticized as describing rape. I, I mean, lots of bad stuff. He's got some bad stuff. Beef actor past. David Cho shields himself behind copyright after resurface clips go viral where he admits to rapey behavior. But yeah. No way. Not good. Not good. But uh, I have heard a lot of people talk about Beef. I am intrigued by the story. Beef is, it, is it's, good. It's, it's crazy. It's one of those. Here's the thing. David Cho sucks. I don't want to be like everybody who put their heart and soul yeah, into making yeah, yeah. that. It doesn't. I don't want to see it now. That's not fair at all. Again. I agree. I agree. Um, it's one of those stories that's like, as it's going, you're just like you're you're just like stop, just just stop. Everything will be fine if you just stop what you're doing, and it, it, it still it it continues on. And you're just like, okay. God damn it, dude. Fucking just chill I'm out. It's good. It doesn't I, sound like something I can watch with Reagan. She doesn't like what's stressful like that. Where, uh, yeah. Like, I, okay, you've seen Good Time, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, is it that kind of stressful? Is it Uncut Gems kind of stressful? I wouldn't. You know I mean? No, it, it's it to, to not really spoil anything. It starts with I'll a, hang up on you. Yeah, it. <laughs> it starts with it starts with a road rage incident and escalates, but it's not like like oh this person's gonna die if they don't fucking do this or whatever. But it's like yeah, I, it's I think Reagan would be all right. It's not like super stressful, okay. but it's like all right. Yeah, you're like just chill out, okay? Um, I uh, recommendation. I already s- said this one, but um. Dungeons and Dragons, please go see it in the theaters. Nice. I know it's too much money. Please go see it though. It's so it's so good. It's it's funny when it needs to be. It's serious when it needs to be. The pacing's great. It's great for D and D fans. It's great nice. for movie fans. My eleven year old brother liked it. My mom liked it. I liked it. That not a lot of movies can yeah. bridge that yeah. kind of gap. Uh, no, absolutely. Yeah. My mom is the worst taste of movies. Any person <laughs> in my life. And if she likes um, it, you're bound to like it. I already said that one. So since it is the last season, I recommend to everybody to get caught up on Barry. Oh, that's right. That's right. And I was going to ask you, do you want to watch it live to discuss it? Because the two episodes dropped. Yeah, I will. uh, You're going to catch up. I will catch up. I'll catch up. Yeah. All right. I will. I love watching shows as they come out. It's my favorite. Dude. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, because I saw that, you know yeah i saw that uh it had the new season it came out i just was like okay i'll watch this later um but now i was gonna wait till more come out but i will watch it live with you so we can talk about yeah, it yeah i i love barry i really do it barry if you guys haven't seen it is it's it's funny uh it's pretty violent it's got a great great story a really really good writing and yeah. i really recommend watching the interviews that they do after because to me it added a lot to the show yeah to know, no, like the, how they were writing it i i thought that was really the cool. writing's insane and it, i think the i think the second season came out when the last season of game of thrones was coming out and i remember watching both of those and like i think that's right and yeah. i and i remember watching both of those and barry just like had me on the edge of my seat more than game, of, game thrones of thrones ever i was did. like sick yeah, of, yeah i, like, I know out of here. Barry, i do not care about you I was like thinking about Barry all week. You yeah, know, like, same. Damn, what's going to happen? You know, yeah. Uh, so that's going to be my recommendation mm. for sure. Yeah, watch Barry. I'll watch it. Uh, hold on. 
Good God. I'll watch it. I'll watch. I'll catch up on the episodes. And we can talk about it next week. Sick. Hell yeah. All right. Well, we will see you guys then. Be safe. Be kind to others. Be kind to yourself. Have a good one. Bye-bye.